0: SECTION 37 OF GOOD MORNING, BOYS AND GIRLS, BY REV. THOMAS J. HUSTY. THIS the RECORDING IS IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN, ACCORDING BY MARIA THERESE. BETTER THAN ALADDIN'S LAMP GOOD MORNING, BOYS AND GIRLS. One of my favorite fairy tales used to be the story of Aladdin and his magic lamp. As I remember it, the story went like this. Once upon a time, in a far-off country, a youngster by the name of Aladdin found an old lamp. Aladdin was a very bright boy and he figured that if he could clean the lamp, he might be able to sell it for a good sum of money. So he took a rag and began to polish the lamp. The moment he rubbed the lamp, though, a strange thing happened. A huge man appeared out of nowhere. He probably looked like Punjab and little orphan Annie, and asked the startled boy what he wished. He explained to Aladdin that he was a fairy or genie, and that he was bound to obey the commands of anyone who rubbed the lamp and called upon him for help. I'm not going to tell you any more of the story because I think that you would get a real charge out of reading Aladdin's adventures for yourself. But I do want to tell you how envious I was of Aladdin when I read that story as a little boy. Wouldn't I have loved to have a lamp like that? I would have been the envy of every youngster in the neighborhood. I used to sit and dream of all the things I would have that big genie do for me. Now that the years have fled away, and I realize very clearly that the story of Aladdin's lamp was just a fairy tale and nothing else. You'd expect me to be disappointed, wouldn't you? But I'm not. Do you know why? Because I've found something that is far better than Aladdin's lamp ever was, and it isn't a fairy tale, either. I've discovered something that can bring me into contact with someone far more wonderful and far more powerful than Aladdin's genie ever could have been. Let's see if you can guess what it is. I'll give you a clue. It begins with the letter R, and there are six letters in the word. You still can't guess it? Well, I'll give you one more hint, but I'm sure that you will get it then. Every sister in this church is wearing one of them at her waist. After that clue, even eighth graders will know the answer. Yes, I'm referring to the rosary. By fingering the beads of my rosary and directing my prayers to our Blessed Mother, who suggested that we make use of the rosary, I get the Mother of God himself to help me. No matter what it is that I need for my soul, she can and she will get it for me. Not only that, but she'll get me things I need for my body, too, just as long as those things don't interfere with my soul. Of course, our Blessed Mother doesn't do those wonderful things through her own power. She does them through her Divine Son. There isn't anything that he would refuse his mother. Let me give you just one example to show you what Mary can do through her son. And remember, this isn't a fairy tale that I'm going to tell you. This actually happened. Shortly after our blessed Lord began to preach his religion publicly, he went to a wedding party with his mother. It was a swell party, and everything was going along just dandy, until a terrible thing happened. They ran out of wine. You can imagine how embarrassed the young married couple would be if they had to get up and announce to all their guests that they couldn't serve them any more drinks. It would make them look like a couple of cheapskates. Our blessed mother was quick to notice what had happened, so she called the head waiter, She told him not to say anything about the shortage of wine, but to do whatever Jesus would tell him. Then she leaned over and whispered to her son, They have no wine. This didn't seem to worry our lord too much. After a few words with his mother, he turned to the head waiter and told him to fill up all the empty wine containers with water and then serve it to the guests. Without questioning him in the least, the head waiter did exactly as he was told. Everyone began to rave about the new wine. In fact, they even began to razz the bride and groom, because they had saved the best wine until last. What happened, of course, was this. Jesus Christ, through his power as God, had changed the water into wine, and he did it because his mother asked him to. Certainly, if Mary would ask her son to perform a miracle, simply to save a young couple from embarrassment, she would not hesitate to ask him for anything that you or I needed to save our souls. But Mary wants us to ask her, and she has given us something to use which will always remind her of her promises to help us. That something is our rosary. We should cling to our rosary beads the same way that we used to hang on to our mother's apron strings when we were tiny tots. Every one of you should have a rosary, and you should know how to use it. You ought to say at least a part of your rosary every day. One of the happiest recollections that I have of my own childhood is the memory of my own family. There are eleven of us, counting my mother and father, kneeling down in the evening to say the rosary. Boys and girls, I beg you always to be faithful in your devotion to our Blessed Lady through your rosary. It is a pious Catholic belief, and one of which I am firmly convinced, that if you say your rosary faithfully in honor of our Blessed Mother, she will be with you at the hour of your death. With Mary at our side, we can gladly welcome the Angel of Death when he comes for us." End of section thirty seven